What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Israel here, and today I'm joined by an activist guest who's going to go by the name of E to keep it anonymous. We're going to be discussing why it seems like street activism today does not work and the three main reasons why it doesn't appeal in today's time. So let's go ahead and get into our discussion. My first question, E, is that, you know, um, we know that historically during the 60s and 70s, uh, street activism seemed to be pretty impactful. Like uh, a lot of people attribute things that are accomplished during the civil rights movement obviously the anti-war movement and so it seemed to me like after that people didn't adapt today it seems like street activism just has it reinforces negative public perceptions what would you say to that that people hmm. get a negative public perception from the current street activism is that the perception you think um, is i just want to understand which how you understand street activism right because street activism like you know if you're talking i think about just i understand it the way most americans we can talk do. about just protests and demonstrations yeah. i understand okay. your, i understand what you're saying but i think that i'm asking well, you from the perspective okay. of the general public according to the data it seems that what they understand is uh, street activism is people holding hands blocking a street a main highway Okay. Or... So one thing that you said is that um, it's very interesting because you said that things have not changed, but I would actually argue against that. I would say that the level of street activism has actually degraded in its ability. Yeah. You used to look at, there, there weren't really sit-ins like as much, like I remember Occupy was a thing, right? Where that's kind of like a big sit-in. The, the thing is that some of them say some very radical things, like we need to actually like, you know, take this aggressive action against the police and others do not think this way. And there was going to be infighting within that group. You know, and uh, right now, like, for example, right, MPP hasn't said anything about Assange or Snowden. And I'm actually lobbying right now within the group to get them to uh, take a position. The, the presentation by the media, right, is playing a part. There's also, right, life imitates the, what people see on the TV. And they think that's reality and they conform to that reality. So there's... Is there any grain there, of there's truth a mixture to that? Going is there on. any grain of truth to that Absolutely. in your opinion? Well, it's kind of self-cyclical, right? Because people are trying to imitate what right. the media outlets, they're, they're just covering what's, what's, what, the, and the what the people demand. And the perception is forming the reality. The perception is forming the reality. It seems to me that street activism is more about cops, symbolism, arrests, and social media, trying to get you know the social media likes, the attention, and for it to keep trending and trending. So that those seem to be the elements of the business model today. And it doesn't seem like it's productive to me. It seems like they chase that. And that seems to be the goal. And then all we focus on is that, oh, the cops did this. The cops treated us this way. When And then everybody loses sight on why you're actually on the streets. Don't you see that as a problem? Well, you know, okay. Actually, it's kind of funny because uh, I recently did an action and I had like a little interaction with the cops. I'm not trying to get arrested at all. And I'm proud to say at my event, there was no problems. There was no violence, right? And uh, we, we had, a, I honestly, I like, uh, you know, honestly, I've trained cops before and uh, I understand their difficulties. But when we talk about like, um, there are some people in this new social media age, right, that are pushing a certain narrative that for shock value, things like that. And we know that these, you know, emotionally riling stories are the ones that tend to get attention. There's also people that are out there creating content that's more thoughtful, you know what I mean? But guess what? <laughs> They're not as popular. Oh, well. Because, you know, it takes too long to read, you know? Oh, well. So another reason why I think activism is dead is because street activism to me seems to be projecting this illusion of being a threat, right? A, a real threat. But with the Black Lives Matter issue, right, you see that uh, corporations and the actual people who hold power seem to be going along with this, right? Because it's not really a threat to them. Um, what would be a real threat and what they see as a real threat seems to be focused in on the justice democrats the people who are trying to take away political offices that's where their attention 
is being uh, directed towards. So does that mean then that we should give up on street activism because it doesn't seem to work? And it's currently is ineffective? That's a beautiful question because I love the fact that you talk about justice Democrats because the thing is that I was involved in John Malls Bowman campaign from day one. Yeah. And the thing is that a lot of people don't understand that that guy was making like 8,000, 9,000 calls like a month out. You see what I mean? I'm there so I know exactly what's going on. Phone banking is street activism and oh my God, that's why he won. You know what I mean? His team was hitting so hard. I didn't work for him because I knew that he was going to win month out. You know what I mean? I knew he was just killing it. So street activism, like, you know, on the TV, they don't show you like people phone banking and people, you know, it's their commitment level and people don't, people are making knowledges, making decisions and and forming opinions without knowing the whole story. You know what I mean? And that's real sad. One of the things that actually I I forgot to mention was Justice Democrats, right? You can't get 8,000, 9,000 calls, like, like hours of calls, like, with, like, no, I mean, that was a number, right? But you can't get that that quantity of calls without possibly some consultants or very, very deep. And Justice Democrats, I believe, are really holding us back. And if you're attuned to, like, I'm on the mailing list of AOC, and, and they're doing, a, AOC and Jamal are doing a lot of events together now. So, like, you know, you know, AOC is also a super duper fundraiser. So there's uh, they're their own monolith is kind of like forming. But remember, a lot of the street activists, we don't have that huge backing. You know, some of us are lucky to be even affiliated with national organizations if, and there's a lot of squabbling on the streets. And honestly, I've been part of this uh, activism for like over 20 years, and it's not a new thing, but it's just projected differently. And often, right, you don't hear about it. But even when I went to Immigrant March like 20 years ago, right, there was like one of the saddest things was I went to the front of the parade and I saw like five or six different organizations fighting to be at the head. There's always people trying to take control in, you know, in these left organizations and squabbles within the organization. And that's just something that has to be dealt with. And because they're smaller and weaker, they're easier to like overthrow, I guess, you know what I mean? And they're constantly like in a state of upheaval.